Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back? Redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dumb dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dumb Dumbs and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Avernus. This arc is going to feature our DM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Werner Ragnarok, Tyler Hewitt as Hambone, and Laura Elizabeth as the murder grandma Maud Buggins. An entire city has disappeared, and the members of the Stain were determined to avenge it. Our heroes were chasing down Thavius Krieg and were forced to fight three death cultists. Hambone almost died, and a winged demon told him he'd be in hell soon. Werner insulted his magical bow even while he killed people with it, and Maud frenzied so hard she disemboweled one person and decapitated another. Can the Stain catch up with Krieg and the Duke, or will they die underground? Nobody knows, cause it's one shot! <laughs> Avernus edition. So two days earlier, uh, the three members of the Stain are sitting in the Elf Song Tavern, a very classic Baldur's Gate location. Particularly if you play as much Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance as I have, <laughs> which is a lot. <clears throat> but um, it's a, uh, a very busy, bustling tavern, um, occasionally filled with the haunting song of, of an Elven voice uh, singing about a lost love. Um, the three of you. Uh, aren't based in Baldur's Gate, um, but you'd taken some time uh, sort of in a nearby village, I think, to rest, and then finally had decided uh, to come back. So what I basically want to do is just spend a couple minutes with all of your characters out of combat, out of action. Um, But the specific point of uh, the splashback in the scene is this is the moment that the three of you decided that you needed to do something about Thavius Krieg. You've heard rumors that he's still in town, 
you've come, uh, and each of you has a reason for deciding that, you know, you, this dark secret must be addressed and that, uh, the, the role you played in the disappearance or possible destruction of El Terrell, uh, is weighing upon you. So, um, what do you think the three of you are doing at the bar? Probably, uh, probably drinking and, uh, and, and, and probably like a corner booth or something like that. Yeah, the uh, darkest corner. Yeah. Sure. Werner's got his back to the wall. Two walls. <laughs> He's right in the, the crook of that corner. Very much so. <laughs> cool. So um, you are, um, there's like a, a, a green dragon head mounted over a fireplace nearby. Um, the fire is kept low enough that it's like high enough that it's bright, but also low enough that nefarious deeds may be done. Uh, dirt cheap, as it were. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, the so the three of you are tucked into this booth. Werner somehow has two walls behind him because he's sitting right at the crook. Um, and uh, what do you think the three of you are discussing? Kind of imagine this is the conversation you're having when you're not wanting to talk about. It. Let's say this 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 is actually legitimately enough money for the three of you to retire if you want. Um, so the three of you have have regrouped, but uh, it's something's bugging all of you. So what, what do you think you're discussing? I think for Hambone, the fact that an entire would we call this a city? Yes, it was uh, a it was a, a large, okay. like a large city. The fact that an entire city disappeared is only half of the feat. I think to Hambone, the ability to make cities disappear and reappear is sort of the full picture. So while our job is finished. Hambone, for Hambone, there's a desire there to know more, to understand how this happened and why this happened. And not if it can be undone, but maybe if the city can be back, brought back differently, if it can be brought back at all. It's a, it's... Like a curiosity? Yeah, it's a like a burning curiosity, mm, though. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. Is that, sorry, Tom, do you want to know what we were talking about? What we were thinking, like, what's our... Um, uh, we, we can take whichever direction we want. Ultimately, again, it's we, we can freeform it a bit. Um if we want to go through what you're, where you're all at mentally right now, that's fine too. And then we can kind of weave the conversation like that's super helpful to know. Cause that probably means that Hambone is more likely to bring it up than, than uh, the other two. So let's get your mental states and we'll figure out what you're talking about to avoid talking about the thing that you should be talking about. Uh, Maude, uh, what do you think your, your stance on this is? Um, I know that I'm, I'm not ready to stop fighting after this, mm -hmm. after we finish this, I think there's, there's still more to do. So I guess maybe then for you, this is actually a pretty convenient atrocity because it means, oh, well, I guess we're not done. We're not <laughs> exactly. done until the exactly. city comes back. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like that a lot. And I feel like that's probably been your MO forever, right? Where it's just mm -hmm. like the, like, uh, well, it's like Drax at the end of Guardians, right? Where he's like, they're like, oh, we did it. He's like, oh yeah, but now I got to kill Thanos. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't give a shit about that guy. No, that guy's dead. Let's go kill the next guy. Um, okay, that's really fun. Uh, Ryan, how about you? <clears throat> I think Werner just thinks that they're both going to retire and go just be like wastes of flesh until they become nothing. But for him, he's he has to go sort this out. Because like, basically, Werner's driving belief is that uh, demons have to be stopped so that life can destroy itself and then prove <laughs> to the gods that it's all meaningless. So he's like an incredibly long-lived immortal who basically believes... All of life is a mistake, 
and will kill itself if given enough time. And that's the only way gods will learn their lessons. So he can't have demons showing up to be like, we did the evil thing. Tipping the scale. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, no, they're going to fuck it up on their own. That's the only way that gods figure it out. Can you roll me an investigation check, please? What is the investigation check about? The only reason I ask is because I have favored enemies, including fiends, where I have advantage on intelligence checks to recall info about them. I don't know what this is for. That would count, yes. Yay! (laughs) Uh, And just uh, so you know, I have um, a double proficiency on uh, history checks related to the origin of stonework, if that ever comes (laughs) into play. Well, gosh, golly gee. (laughs) How did you know? 14. 14? Okay. Um, So, Werner, I think for you, um, you're actively uncomfortable in the way sometimes being outside when you know a lightning storm is coming uncomfortable. Um, And I think it's causing you to kind of like dark glances around the bar and everything. But like Baldur's Gate has always been a bit of like a pit. But in the past few decades, it just seems like it's been getting worse and worse and worse. And you really, I think, actively feel like there's a demonic influence here. Uh, It's the same feeling you had in um, El Torel. You weren't able to act on it because you were trying, theoretically, just to save a nobleman's life at the time. But I I think, yeah, this isn't just a a bad thing happened and it's over. It's like there's more. um, And you think worse worse is coming. So with that in mind, uh, the three of you are... I think have finally got your like mugs of ale. Um, Maud has just commented on the stonework um, <laughs> that uh, that's kind of uh, surrounding you. Uh, the, it's a very well built tavern. I'm not even gonna make you roll for that. That is just a mod. <laughs> that is just a mod knowledge. Mod nod. Um, but uh, the three of you sit down and do any of you bring it up, or what do you think you're d- discussing? So. Both of you have achieved your dreams and can now obesify yourself until your pointless deaths. Congratulations. B- both of who? You and him. N- I haven't. You have not what? Achieved anything. Then I will take your gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, the gold is mine because I have to achieve more. Okay. What are your plans next, then? You had always said, once we achieved our grand quest, you would go off and do that thing I can't remember. I'm also old. (laughs) What was your burning purpose? Well, to start my own blacksmithing forge. But, but, pipe dream, long ago. Now, we just fight. Ah, yes, having... Hundreds of gold and dangerous alleys. You can find both a fight and a pointless death soon. Hamon, you, Real pep talk there. Hamon, where are you at in this? As if, if there's a lull in the conversation at lull. any point, <laughs> uh, Hambone will just kind of pipe up and, uh, and say, um, I'll, uh, I'll each give you half of my share if uh, you help me figure out what happened to the city. The city of El Torel. It disappeared due to magic. I'll help you. Why? Why? why I don't need your gold. Perfect. <laughs> uh, due to magic isn't good enough for me. Uh, I need to find out what kind of magic. Who wanted that to happen? Why did it happen? And I want to find out if it can be brought back, if it can be changed, if we can do it to other cities. I'm 
was on board for most of these until you said you wanted to do it to other cities at the end? I didn't say I wanted to do anything. I just want to know. So you want to know how you could do it to other cities? Of course. There was once a young psychopath that grew up next door to me, and he said, teach me the bow, oh great teacher, for then I will know how to kill. And I said, do you need this knowledge to kill? And he said, no, I just want to know if I could. And that is how through my teaching, I killed 35 men. (laughs) I'll give you my full share. I will help you. Uh, so with that, uh, you begin to sketch out uh, plans, plans that involve uh, tracking down and questioning uh, the sons of uh, the Duke Vanthpur, and then, of course, finding uh, the traitor who hired you, Thavius Krieg. Which brings us back to the present. Uh, uh, Hambone, having just kind of uh, recovered from a, a grievous injury with, with the help of Werner, um, the three of you uh, have a quick moment to collect yourselves uh, before pursuing um, the fleeing Duke and uh, Krieg. What do you do? Do you do anything to prep? What what order are you going down the stairs? What's your next course of action? I started you in a fight, so now I'm letting you plan, but only for a minute or two. Uh, I'll cast Cure Wounds on myself also <laughs> and just kind of top me up a little further than just eight HP. <laughs> Good idea. Uh, I'm no 1D8 help. plus my spellcasting ability. You guys carry on. I'll just roll this math out. I will stay at the back because I am only good at range. I'll go in swinging. <laughs> so as uh, as Hambone is like you know like just poking at each of his wounds and watching them heal um, seal up. Um, I think Maud, you just go like tearing down the stairs and I think maybe like just as you go into the sort of the doorway there's like a sly glance back that's like the same glance we saw when he kicked the door but this time it's because you're ahead of him (laughs) Um, and then you start barreling down the stairs Uh, you see a dead man pinned to a wall um, by an arrow um, and then, um, you, it's, this is kind of like a, 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 one of those classic stone spiral, um, almost like you'd see in the interior of a tower. So it's, it's very enclosed. The, the light is just from dim torches. One that Laura would go down very carefully. <laughs> yes. But yeah. one that Maud would go down, uh, I assume very quickly. Very, very quickly. <laughs> Great. Um, and, uh, yeah, Hambone, I assume you're in the middle and then we've got Werner bringing up the rear. Yeah. Quick question for you, DM, mm-hmm. uh, Knowing that we tend more towards the narrative side than the rule you, side. You can ask me about ammo. Do you need me to track when I pull arrows out of corpses? I want to see every single arrow. No, uh, I don't for now. Uh, I think the way I like to play this is we'll say you have three blocks of ammo. Uh, anytime you roll a crit fail with your bow, we'll break one. Okay, great. One of your That's ammo cool. boxes. Uh, stole it from Dungeon World. Nice. Yeah, um, cool. But it's just a, an elegant way for us to track ammo without having to track each arrow. Um, which can be very, very fun, but uh, for the purposes of time and kind of speeding through uh, this one shot, I think we'll, we'll just run it that way. Totally agree. Um, that said, if narratively you want to grab this arrow as you run by this guy. I'll take it out of the man on the wall. <laughs> yeah. uh, as you're running, you just hear like a thump, 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 thump. And um, <laughs> an invisible corpse rolls by a couple <laughs> stairs uh, uh, to a halt. Yeah, the arrow looks cool because there's invisible blood on it, so some of the arrow's invisible, but other parts aren't. <laughs> yeah, it looks like someone just fucked up on Photoshop and just, like, accidentally dragged through the middle. It's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. His blood is in squares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stupid low-res 
a theater of the imagination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll follow down great. in that order. Um, okay. So um, the stairs kind of uh, go deeper and deeper. That sort of smell of, of damp gets uh, sort of worse and worse, largely because you, you get the sense that at this point you must almost be below... Um, you must be getting somewhere near the water table. Like, this must be pretty deep underground. Wow, okay. Um, uh, Baldur's Gate is built kind of on a slope, so that it isn't, like, as insane as it might be elsewhere, but it's it's still pretty deep. Um, finally, um, it opens up into what seems to be a buried temple. So um, this would have, at one point, been uh, a sort of massive space, um, but you can see the kind of dirt uh, packed in above it. You can see roots dangling down. Um, and, uh, everything just kind of, there's a, a very kind of, well, I mean, two of you are short, so you're not as oppressed by this, but I feel like for Werner, this is, this is a, a tighter squeeze. Um, it's not that it's, you know, five feet low, but it's, it's low enough that you can almost feel the weight of the entire city pressing down upon you. It feels like I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you can see that stonework has been laid. Um, this was clearly a massive effort because this place seems to have been almost like tunneled out and, and built. Um, and um, it kind of uh, comes to this, this sort of opening welcome chamber. You can see there's like what would have been an altar that's been kind of knocked over, some sort of scrying pool perhaps. Um, and at the far end, uh, there's an ornate pair of doors that you can see being like pulled shut just as you arrive. Um. Are they still open or are they all the way closed? Could I peg whoever's trying to close them with an arrow? Uh, the doors are, like, think of it as uh, if the doors open inward towards you, you're literally just seeing them go. Oh, we get that thunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you can see uh, the doors look ancient, like very, very old. Uh, and you can see um, some sigils uh, that seem to, um, there's a bunch of very old ones, but new ones seem to have been carved in as well. Um. What do the sigils look like? Say, Are they carved in a language? I, I have a lot of weird languages that hit, I speak from my expertise. Langies. Uh I have inf- uh, infernal, abyssal, primordial, and celestial. Well, Jesus, this is just like a regular Rosetta Stone <laughs> for you. Um, and uh, Tyler, you seem like you had some some stuff you want to throw in there too. Yeah, but just goblin and dwarven <laughs> and common. Oh, and I got elvish, but uh, so you actually do see uh, some dwarven runes that seem to be. Kind of much, much older. Mm-hmm. I don't speak. Oh, that. I get those. Yeah. Um, oh, cave paintings. <laughs> uh, actually, speak dwarvish and common. That's Jesus it. Christ! I made such a big fucking joke about this ten minutes ago. But Laura, do you want to roll me a stonework check? <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Yes. God damn it! I mean, dwarven uh, fucking Christ. Just, just gonna, just gonna eat my own words here. Nom, 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 nom. It's eating on mic. It's a bad habit. Wait. Delicious. Wait. So my. My history is minus one. Yep, but you have you have adv- double your proficiency. Are you proficient in history? No. <laughs> See, you add zero, but you can roll. <laughs> you forgot to give yourself any skill in the thing uh, that you needed to have skill. This so worked rare out so it goes full circle <laughs> twice. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's eating it right now. Yeah. yeah. God damn it! Wow. We so sixteen. S- that's still, that's a very good natural <laughs> roll. <laughs> she rolled a seventeen. How the fuck did I anyway? Um, okay, so what so happens when you create a character too quickly? <laughs> uh, I think you made this character just right. What have we learned about Mog? <laughs> overconfident. She doesn't is know about doesn't know about stone very much, but is a dwarf and won't shut up. It's great. <laughs> 
Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dice. You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else. So do that now. Well, not right now, but you know. So, Maud, you you look at uh, you look at the, these stone doors uh, from a distance, and you can see that they're very weathered. Um, and you you actually uh, would you say you're, you're close with your dwarven heritage or no? Oh yeah. Okay, so you actually feel a little bit ill because oh, no. these. These are clearly um, very holy, very ancient doors that don't belong here. They belong uh, deep underground um, in a proper temple to a proper dwarven god. Mm. Um, but it seems uh, seems as though they've been um, transported here um, and installed. And it's uh, it's a little bit like seeing kind of like a beautiful ancient piece of art that's been like installed in a Chipotle. Like, it's just, mm. this shouldn't be here. It's, oh. it's the Mona Lisa <laughs> in a Mr. Sub. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just really un- unsettling, um, in, let, let alone the fact that it seems to have been carved. Um, Werner, you <laughs> reading uh, sort of a combination of uh, abyssal stuff, you definitely see that there are some warding runes uh, of an infernal nature that have been carved into these doors. Um, you get the sense that uh, it's likely the handiwork of uh, whoever um, Vamther's uh, patron is. Uh, she clearly has a pact with something, and she seems to have used it to empower these doors. The doors are trapped. Does anyone have abilities? I am old, so I forget skills that you have portrayed many <laughs> times before in our journeys. Well, if you remember season two... <laughs> Uh, I'm, very, I'm very athletic. Me too. I can cast detect magic also if we want to know more before we inevitably... Before one of <laughs> us... Maude and I inevitably just give this door a fucking <laughs> yank. We may as well do that, yes. Why not learn more? Maybe it will make you stronger and heal your wounds. <laughs> yeah, I detect cure... I cast cure wounds again. Uh, I'll cast uh, detect magic to kind of zero in on what exactly this door is about. Uh, okay, so the um, you get the sense that it's an outward-facing, almost like a landmine. So ah. uh, the, the goal is if anyone tries to force the door, um, there uh, sort of a blast of, of energy will explode outward toward you. Okay, I, I explain this to the crew uh, and advise against just giving the door a yank. <laughs> um, are there any uh, physical locks or anything like that? Um you, when the doors closed, you could hear them be barred from the other side. Um, but that sounded like someone dropping a heavy thing over a thing rather than something magical. Well, what if we just push them in until they break inward? I will stand to the side <laughs> <laughs> if this is our plan. Oh. Uh. Let's see. I'm sc- scanning my character sheet for like, what if, what How if do we... I open a door that will blow me up if I open also, it? What c- if... Consider your surroundings. Consider what you've seen, where yeah. you are. We are in a cave. We have seen a pathway. I am old. I, <laughs> f- feeling nauseous from uh, looking at the, the runes, I bend over and throw up into the pool. <laughs> okay. Oh, 
Oh, what if we hit the door while we hide in the pool? <laughs> we all go underwater and then you throw your mole at the door very hard on count of three. Uh, Maud, you look down at the vomit that's just kind of like floating like a gross sea urchin in the pool that you've decided to hide in. <laughs> can we? Can I take? Sorry, I'll, I'll look around the room one more time. I didn't sure. uh, take diligent notes on on what we're so um, uh, surroundings it's, are. Uh, think that's, like a temple entrance, but that's been packed in with earth. You just of, remembered the pool. That's <laughs> um, been kind of dug out. There's a scrying pool in the center um, that looks uh, shallow but deep enough that you could probably submerge if you wanted to. Um, behind you is a sort of a, a stone a, a stone staircase that looks like it used to lead somewhere nicer. Um, Interesting. Yeah, it just it, this this place feels very much like it's been carved out of the earth, and that people very diligently transported materials down here. Uh, but the staircase seems more official. Should we go up those stairs rather than laying in the vomit water? Well, those are the stairs we came down. This is a good point. <laughs> Bath water. <laughs> uh, is there? You say scrying pool. Mm. Is there any? Are there any details about the scrying pool that we would? Or is it just like it's not a natural body of water like a puddle? No, I may no, have it, noticed it, as I was throwing up into it. Yeah, it's a uh, it's it's stonework. Um, it's uh, <laughs> Laura's so excited you can't see it because you're listening to <laughs> this with your ear I holes. Have no advantage, really. Um, <laughs> I'm actually bad with that. <laughs> There are uh, there are some runes carved into it. Um, that said, you can see it's kind of a bit of a hack job. Uh, in Infernal Ryan, you can tell that this is likely likely something very old uh, that may have been repurposed for whatever nefarious deeds the Duke wanted. The pool itself is not evil. You don't get any sense that it's like trapped or evil. There's just the pool is just disgusting. <laughs> uh, yeah, now it is. <laughs> Uh, it was probably a communication device, you suspect. Is there any way we can activate it? Uh, no, with all of your athletics, no. <laughs> <laughs> I punch the water. <laughs> How deep is the pool? Vomit splashes you. Um, I'd like to scoop the bath out onto the floor. All right, I'll let you do that. Uh, Thank you. The pool's about four feet deep. I stand by my plan. If we can all fit in here, the explosion would go over us. Unless it is an ice thing, then we die. <laughs> <laughs> but I am willing to chance those odds. Right, you La are very strong. Laura, what's your call? Uh, I'm going to force a decision because we're playing a one shot. Yeah. There's Aww. no edits. Oh, Jesus Christ. I um, challenge you to come up with a better plan. <laughs> I have no better plan. Let's I'm, I'm gonna, there. I'm going to drink go. from the non-vomit part. I'm, I'm going I'm to drink from this water. Can you roll me a constitution save, please? Ha, nat one. Um, I got a bit, I got, I got mostly vomit in there. I thought I was good. It was mostly, it was mostly mod vom. Yeah. You just patch yourself. Yeah. Like, uh, you suck, Tyler. So yeah, you, you drink it uh, and then you immediately vomit into the pool. But um, as you do so. I vomit. Your turn, Werner. Um, you mutter as you fall forward uh, into the pool. As you do so, suddenly um you you hit the you hit the surface of the water and suddenly you're just falling through darkness. Um, oh, and, Bond intro style. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cre credits play. Um, this this year we got. And they who would play the theme song this goblin year? Goblin falls <laughs> in a black holes. Oh fuck! Jared Leto's the villain in this one. 
I'm disaffected. Um, <laughs> so you... Uh, hemp on it all. <laughs> <laughs> Living hemp on. There we go. Um, <laughs> there's a bunch of horrible puns that come off that. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, so, yes, you, you fall backwards through darkness. Uh, you open your eyes um, and... Uh, just kind of looming over you, um, you see uh, the eyes that you saw before on the verge of death. Um, it, it's uh, a face both uh, beautiful and horrible, um, both angelic and demonic, um, with uh, with sort of red streaks uh, coming down from its eyes, um, stunning battle armor, massive black wings. Um, and uh, behind her seems to be just a, an endless sea of combat uh you see monsters uh demons fiends devils just piling on top of each other um and uh, in the distance a large black orb in the sky over top of a city um slowly being pulled downward by chains uh and then suddenly you you kind of like wake up thrashing in the water and you're you're underwater in your own vomit and also some of mod's vomit so it's very hard <laughs> to scoop vomit out of a thing don't drink the water. <laughs> I had no intention. Drinking the water doesn't solve the puzzle. <laughs> this, you are a strange goblin. What happened I, down there? I He fell. Think, now he's scared. <laughs> that statue up on the upper level where we fought those three assholes. <laughs> yes. I've seen her before. I saw her just now. She's, uh, she had, she had these wings and she was... Uh, like just weeping magma and pitch, just like the statue. You have suffered a head injury. You are making things more important than they are. We should get in the water. She's in the water and I jump in. Uh, you splish splash into the water uh, and there's nothing. Oh. I told you, head injury, small, stupid goblin. Well, so hang on. When I was... Grievously wounded. Yes. Uh, I saw her then, too. So uh, you guys get in the pool. I'll be right back. And I go for the door. <laughs> uh, so, Werner... In, I get under the water. I was going to say, <laughs> in, in, yeah. in slow motion, it's just like, like, Maud's already there. And I think you're reverse apocalypse nowing it, where you just, like, <laughs> yeah. sink under the water. Um, and, Werner, you just see, like... This sort of like wide-eyed yeah, I just, goblin running for the door. He's made terrible decisions before, <laughs> so I've actually waterproofed my quivers <laughs> and where I hang my arrows. I'm just like, slap, 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 down. <laughs> I'm going the horror, the horror. It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. Um, cool. So, Hambone, uh, are you just going to try and pull the doors open? Yeah, Hambone is like, he's like just saying, I was like, I want to see you again. Show me the city. And he's going to... Yank Damn, on that right. door. So you oh, yank on the door. Oh, fuck. This is really cool. You yank on the <laughs> door, um, and basically the sigils that have been carved in um, light up, and in just like shards of dark energy explode outward um, and just impale you. Like they just shred you. Um, and uh, as they do so, um, you're... Fl- you're now kind of seeing it double visiony, it's not as clear as it was. Um, but uh she 
makes kind of direct eye contact with you. She's back, yeah. Um, yeah, but in this case, it's, again, like a double vision. So before, it was very, like, you were fucking there. Right, and yeah, now, yeah. now it's like you're seeing the door, but you're seeing her face. Um, and uh, she says, um, I am Zariel. Will you serve? Uh... Uh, what would the nature of my service be? In the blood war. The blood war? Well, I can tell you Maud would. Uh, <laughs> bring her to me. Together, we shall stop them. Uh, and suddenly, you drop back to the ground. Um, you now have... Um, all the places where you were pierced, uh, the wounds remain, Like, but they're they're not... Like gore, like it's not like you know a stab wound, hmm. um, but think uh, kind of like um, like blackened pitch, like similar to what you've seen her weep, um, just like wounds all over your body, but they're okay. they're still there, and and slowly they start to fade, um, but they fade uh, into scars, hmm. um, and uh, the pain goes away, and to kind of your pleasant surprise, like you can hear the the large thing barring the back of the door pop off. Hmm. And the doors start to swing open, and you hear the Duke very audibly go, Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, and the doors swing open, roll initiative. Sixteen for Werner. Eleven. Eleven for Hambone also. Twinsies. Twinsies both in damage and initiative. <laughs> when I take eighteen, I die. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, great. Uh, so first up, uh, Werner, you, with your sort of attuned ranger senses, um, you hear kind of like the heavy thump of, of the, the, like whatever was barring the door hit the ground. Um, and I think peeking up, um, you just catch the tail end of, um, these spikes receding back through, um, Hambone's body. Um, and he kind of drops to the ground pleasantly, and the doors swing open. This boat's poorly. <laughs> uh, I'm going to whip out my bow, though, because we got to deal with, like, first things first. Well, this boat's poorly, but this bow's poorly. I agree with your <laughs> joke, cruel subconscious. <laughs> <laughs> even, right. even my humor hurts me. Uh, <laughs> and I get out of the pool sort of like an old man getting out of a lounge chair. Uh, <laughs> It's fast, but it's still awkward. Uh, and then I want to just a like, good, like yeah, as you get up, yeah, your, your trunks are just like baggy, but also clingy. Chase uh, and then I'm up, uh, and I just like pop my bow, and rather than like walking through the door because I have no interest in getting any closer to the bag that I need to, I just like step over, and it. it's like. It would almost be a comedy take from their perspective, except I have a bow and I'm like a terrifying Werner Herzog, but I just lean into the opening from where I am. <laughs> what, what do so, I see? Uh, looking inside, um, you see a small circular chamber. Um, almost miraculously, there seems to be just a, a shred of natural light uh, coming through the ceiling. Um, but it's very, uh, you can see roots hanging down. Like it, it's it's. Almost like a, one of that weird fucking shot from Kill Bill where she just magics her way up through the dirt. Like somehow there is an, an open channel. Um, it's shining down on um, a, a hugely ornate shield um, that looks to be master crafted. Um, kind of a uh, beautiful patterning on it. Very hardy, heavy looking shield. 
um, and Krieg is hiding behind the shield. Um, and you can see um, Banthapur was, uh, seems almost as though she was yelling at it. Um, and now she's turning, outstretching her hand, um, screaming something that you, you can't hear. I shoot her. <laughs> uh, Take this, Christiana Amanpour. Uh, what? <laughs> 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 and then I, I'm just going to... Uh, Senile, you know. Good <laughs> for Christian Amanpour, all right. <laughs> I couldn't remember the name. Uh, <laughs> neither can he. It's a character thing. Uh, all, all my characters can't remember names. Uh, Went in Avernus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, I'll, t- I'll take my, my two shots. Again, it's the classic, like, two along the bow, because sure. the bow hates it. Uh, Does the bow have a name? The bow is simply known as the bow of heroes, but I call it stupid. <laughs> Love it. Go stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 26 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. And that, like that wouldn't a hit. dirty 20 to hit. Dirty 20, both hit. Beautiful. So, the first one. Oh, and the they Duke is already injured, correct? Yes. Great. So the first one is seventeen damage, and the second arrow does. Uh, okay, it's so twenty-five damage total. Okay. So um, the Duke thrusts out her arm um, and screams like like Zariel. Um, and you can see her just like thrust her hand forward, uh, to throw Eldritch Blasts, um, and nothing happens. And you see her kind of look at her hand as though it's betrayed her. Um, and then one of the arrows punches through her hand and drives it back into her head. Nice. Uh, and then the other one, um, hits her in the chest. And as she's standing there with kind of her hand twitching, um, with the arrow through it and, and one of her eyes, she seems like just completely like gobsmacked like this is she's just so stunned that this and perhaps some kind of magical armor she thought she had going for her didn't work um and as the kind of blood begins to pool around her chest she just kind of drops to her knees um and manages to cough out i'll see you in hell Uh, and then she falls over dead that's what they all say and it's been 672 (laughs) years Maybe I'm getting tired. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, then um, you can, you can hear Krieg kind of like lurking behind the shield. Uh, You can see oddly enough though, that his shadow seems to be like, he's again, like a small rotund guy, like kind of like a fryer tuck, Danny DeVito type dude. Um, But his shadow seems to, um, have horns and small wings. Uh, ah. And you can see him kind of cowering behind the shield. Um, and then to your shock, inside your head, you hear a voice say, Oh, thank goodness. I was wondering when someone would came, come to save me. Quick, pick me up and let's get out of here. Who are you? I, I am the shield of the hidden Lord. And together we can save Alturel. Oh, damn it. I'm going to have to do this. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Krieg, come out, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) 
Our Avernus One Shot features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Elizabeth at El Hamstring on Twitter, and of course, our awesome DM is Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker. That's M R K R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J A H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. <laughs> Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, Jason Denson, and Jill and Noel LaPlante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.